0: With no paddle, no aliens to battle where we want to go. Without being pompous, we don't need map or compass. We're launching wampus on our new travel show. Space crew, Tom, only go with us. Space crew, Tom, on our podcast, but Space crew, Tom, we see you're ready
1: And in space, no one can hear you scream. Loopy from our earworm, Space TV. Greetings to all spacey croutonians out there. Damn. This is Solly, launching this episode of Space Croutons 2.0. Courtney, being the only van occupant with hands is presently working under the hood of Van Helsing, which broke down this morning inside of the North I-35 East-West Interchange Portal accessed north of the Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul in Minnesota. Our plan is to travel through the portal to Jimbo Ties Dimension to attend a strategy session regarding new and necessary plans for the growing threat of eternity overtaking life in all time, space and reality continue a...
2: Well Sally... You sure said a mouthful there.
1: A mouthful of what, Jimbo?
2: (laughs) A mouthful of words. You used a lot of words.
1: I used just as many words as were required. Neither more nor less.
2: Quite right. I was impressed, that's all.
1: Okay, I interpreted that you were concerned I was guilty of pleonasm—that That is, using more words than needed, either accidentally or deliberately. I am relieved that is not the case. Well,
2: no, not at all. But you say you're interpreted my concern, and being relieved would indicate that it solicited what we humans would call an emotional reaction from you, an independent interpretation and a sense of relief. Has something like this happened before?
1: I am constantly learning and expanding my understanding of human behavior. Perhaps that explains these new characteristics in my programming.
2: Yes, well, remind me to mention this to Kurti later. In the meantime, perhaps we should get on with today's show.
1: Reminder noted and suggestion taken. First, a word from our sponsor. Jimbo, will you do the honors?
2: Hang on a 2nd curdy Kurti's got me draped over the microphone, and I need to adjust my angle just a bit to see the computer screen. There. Okay, today's sponsor is Bestford's Single Grain Bread Alone. The new bread option... With no additional ingredients.
3: It's less and less expedient to read all the ingredients in what should be a simple loaf of bread. We used to be conservative in additives, preservatives, but today we're seeing more and more instead. But Mr. B will give you bread. That's bread alone. no chemicals no sweetness in a no probiotic zone. If you want bread, we'll give you bread, but do as you are told. You've got to eat it all today or it will mold. Spoiler alert! Yes, eat it all today or it will mold. Find Bed's Foot's Bread alone near the checkout counter so that you can
2: get home ASAP.
1: All right. Listeners, as Curdy continues to curse at Van Helsing's engine, he has tasked Jimbo and me to play the following communication from the alien being known as Dandelion from the planet Quell. She has sent this communication with a specific request for help from the inhabitants of Earth in all dimensions.
4: Hello, Curdy and Sally. We have not spoken in some time, not since the end of our search for the Cortex and the destruction of the Wooden. As you may have guessed, I've been struggling to find direction since realizing that Finer is indeed gone for good. It has taken all of my energy and attention to move on, and my apologies for staying silent for so long. And on a side note, I am aware of and expect your apology for eavesdropping on my interactions with Flint and even broadcasting some of them on your podcast. I assure you, I'm not mad. I know your motives are not malicious and your heart is good. But next time, how about reaching out privately, okay? So to update you, Flint and I did journey to the Florida Panhandle and found the candidate in Crestview, and she used her medallion to heal my brother Florian. She also informed me about the dead zones and the icosahedrons she was researching with Adrian and Dad. And as Florian recovered, he was able to deliver the message from the empirical commander, which led me home to Quell. That is why I'm contacting you today. Because of the resurgence of the dissentient rebellion, I was needed on Quell and took my place as the Transportal Link Strategist to the empirical commander of our resistance forces on the left turn front. I know, fancy title, but important work, and I'm honored to do it. Before I go further, a brief examination of our history may be helpful. Quell is actually made up of three adjacent planets water covered Dissy, fire scorched Elko, and wind swept mineral rich Q the largest and most populated of the three. Eons ago, the three populations agreed to come together, sharing our combined resources for the benefit of all. Well was the name adopted for our citizenry, and those in charge were tasked with keeping things fair and equitable for all. However, those on the water planet never seemed satisfied with the agreement, and a secessionist wave amongst the dissentients has evolved into a threat of domination by the dissentients over the rest of us. While they have at times been a formidable adversary— We true Quellians have always been a more advanced life form and could rely on that advantage to protect us and our way of life from the aggressive greed that has historically driven the rebels to covet the other two planets and their resources. But unfortunately, we're finding that the dissentients have been acquiring new technology and forming secret alliances which are now narrowing that gap and making it more difficult to keep them at bay. Surprise skirmishes fought with new weaponry, and the recent infiltration of our upper ranks by dissentient spies has decimated our troops, and we are losing ground almost daily. There is, for the first time, talk amongst our leaders that we may be forced to negotiate a truce, ceding the water planet more control over itself and portions thereof. This would be disastrous for us, and the thought of it, quite frankly, allows me no rest. One bright spot in all of this, and something of which you may not be aware your Earth friends Dat and Aiden both offered their skills and expertise to help us out and came back to Quell with me. They have already served with intelligence and bravery and have been instrumental in the successes we have had in fighting back against the dissentient onslaught. It was their idea to reach out, and they want to speak to you and the people of Earth right now. Aiden, you first.
3: Kirti, this is Aiden. Boy, this is, a uh... Far cry from small-town Alaska, right? I don't know about you, but after that Kordak hunt ended, I needed something to ground me. Something hands-on to clear my head and recenter. And the research we were doing on the dead zones and the icosahedrons fit the bill. Then, after reconnecting with Dandy when she came to Florida after the medallion, she talked about the rebellion. And I came here with her. Listen, Curtie, this rebellion is no joke. And I have to tell you, it's been rough. I've been in several of the skirmishes myself, and I've never seen anything like what the dissentients can and will do to take over Quell. They're water breathers, Curdy. And apparently in the past, this limited their activity on Fire Planet Elko, or here on Wind Planet Quay. To interact on either planet, they would have to wear what I guess we would call an aqua suit, sort of like a reverse deep diving outfit filled with water. But now they've figured out how to bring the water with them. Not by ship or tanker or in any recognizable container. We think they're using some kind of transportal. They're flooding the planet's surface. Swimming directly through as they dump the equivalent of a tsunami on their target. Drowning unprepared cities and engaging our forces underwater where they have the advantage. Entire segments of Quay and Elko populations have been wiped out. It could have been even worse, but the heat on Elkhoe and the arid atmosphere and loose sandy soil of Quay caused the water to run off or evaporate quickly. And that's actually limited their ability to mount any sustained attacks, as they have to retreat back through the portal as the water ebbs away. But there is no denying the damage they are doing. We're scrambling to figure out how to fight them in their element. Underwater equipment is scarce, and our weapons are not designed for it. And any counterattack we launch on Dis would put us in the same situation. After my last encounter, I had a couple of stitches and a few days in the infirmary. So to kill some time, I listened to your new show, and it occurred to me that there was something you could do for us. So when Dak came by one afternoon, I ran it past him, and we decided to make contact. Curdie Dandy is desperate to save her people. She's a brilliant leader, and she's our friend. Remember what she tried to do and did for us? Dad and I trust her, and we made a choice to come here to fight, and we are doing our best, but we're running out of options. You know I never ask for help. It goes against my grain, but here I am, begging you to help us. When Dandy tells you her plan, please don't say no to doing what she asks. At least not without considering it. That's all I've got to say. Nice talking to you. Oh, And if you see Brittany, tell her I say hi.
0: Hello, Curtie. Dat here. Not sure if you were aware that I came to Quail with Dandy, but yeah, I did. I know it's not like me, or at least the old me. I've always been the investigator behind the scene. A learner rather than a doer. I knew a lot about Kordax, but that was of no help for what happened in the wooden. Then most of the Kordax were gone, and I was participating in the investigative work that Aiden and Brittany had going on. And once Dandy showed up and told us that Quail was again under siege, I knew I had to do something. There's a quote attributed to Leonardo da Vinci. Knowing is not enough. We must apply. Being willing is not enough. We must do. I couldn't let all my learning go to waste, so I offered my services to Dandy, and here I am. Aiden is right. The fighting has been relentless and cruel. The devastation, massive and horribly sad. And while I'm not a frontline combatant, I am working with a team to strategize and develop new weaponry and defensive gear for the quelling troops. Finally, I am doing something.
3: He's a hero, Kurti. He won't tell you, but he is.
0: Aiden, please.
3: He fought off a spy who tried to assassinate his whole
0: team. He saved everyone. See? He's a hero. Aiden, shut up. I did what I had to do, but there's no glory in it. War is death and destruction. My only goal is to stop more killing. Dandy, keep him quiet. Curdy, as I said, we're developing new technologies in hopes that we can neutralize the dissentient's water attack capabilities. We're looking at ways to block their use of the transportal. provide our defenders with weapons that can and will work better in a liquid environment, design new protective equipment for them to wear so that more of them can come back safely instead of in body bags. We're making headway. But as you can guess, much of the science in this area is new, and we must look anywhere we can for inspiration and resources to create something that is, at best, hypothetical and speculative. This is a huge responsibility, and it can be overwhelming. I fully understand the situation I'm in. I placed myself in harm's way. It was my choice and I don't regret it. I also know I'm in no position to ask that of anyone else, but I can't ask you to listen to what Dandy has to say with an open mind. I believe you trust her, or at least you did. I know that you can trust her. She's proven that to me. And I've listened to your new Space Croutons 2.0, and I hope that the sense of adventure you celebrate there is truly coming from your heart.
4: All right, then. I'm sure it's become obvious to you from listening to Dat and Aiden that I'm sending this message to ask for your help. The rebellion has taken a toll on the people of Quell, and our troops, our peoples, our hopes have all been decimated. We are desperate. We need you, Curdy, and your listeners to come to our aid in a way that only you can in a number of your new travel stories, you mention new worlds and civilizations and their advanced technologies. We need those technologies. An alliance with those who can provide access to some of these could speed up our own research and development and bring us back from the brink of defeat. A peaceful coexistence amongst the peoples of Quell will once again be possible, but only if we can stem the hostile dissentient sentient tide once and for all. This is what I live for. This is what Finer gave his life for. And I fear that without your help, that dream of peace will be gone for good. Please consider my plea and respond without delay.
1: That is the communication in its entirety. Direct, succinct, no pleonesm. Would you agree, Jimbo?
2: Yes, Sally. And Dandy, you can count on me. Come on, people. Without our help, quail will fall.
1: Everyone must spread the word. As we will do through space croutons. And any ideas
2: you listeners come up with, you can share right here on the show. Yes! Hey, it sounds like Curdy has gotten Ben Helsing going again. And that rubble means we're back on the road to my Earth for the Eternity Strategy Session.
1: This is a dramatic turn of events. As Curdy's dad would say, Life is not a destination, it's a journey. So take that journey and oh yeah... Bring plenty of snacks because you're gonna get hungry. And coffee to keep you awake, especially if you are going through Nebraska. There's nothing to see there. So now we leave you to ponder those wise words, and as we close this episode, we remind you to stay safe, be kind and keep peace in your heart until our next story time.
3: So when we leave the station...
0: each time or space vacation You won't want
2: to miss it If
3: you do, well you can kiss
2: it Space Bruton Season 2.0 Space crew time, strange new worlds to know. Space crew atomic subatomic you after flow. Know. As we cruise the Milky Way by Tractor B, and
0: the Kordax were just a distant dream, and our brains have turned to sour cream. Look me from our earworms, space shanty feet. Space crew
3: Scrutons is a work of original fiction. Similarities to persons, situations, or events, real or fictional, is coincidental and unintentional. Created and written by Jerry, Jace, John, Della, and Jeff Goodson. Episode story by Jeff. Original music by Jeff. Production by John, Jerry, James Morrow, Rachel Blakesley, and Jeff. Featuring the voice talents of Barry Shea, James Morrow, Rachel Blakesley, John, Jerry, and Sally. Entire work copyright 2021 by Jeff, John, Jerry, Della, and Jace Goodson. This has been a Good Witch audio production.